Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. The following is a paid advertisement by Empath Psychological Services. This episode of The Good Up Pod is sponsored by Empath Psychological Services, locally owned, millennial operated therapy for Virgin Islanders by Virgin Islanders. Here at The Good Up Pod, we're all about shedding light on life experiences that have contributed to who we are and learning to navigate them to find a feeling that's, well, you know, good up. For some of us, that journey includes therapy. Empath Psychological Services operates with the belief that life's challenges are not all of who we are. They aim to create a non-judgmental environment to help their clients harness their own power and to find their path to mental well-being. Good Up and Empath Psychological Services share a passion for helping others navigate their own healing their way. If you're interested in teletherapy services in the U.S. Virgin Islands or the state of Texas, check out the link in the description box for more information on how you can book a session with Empath Psychological Services. Girl. Hey girl. I say say that Ayo Deidre look fucking good, okay? The patrons are getting a full <laughs> view of Deidre and her red in a slick back hair. Deidre look like she's trying to go text somebody, man. And you I know, I that's kinda that's the time I'm on, to be honest. Like I was I just got back from the gym, okay? I, I'm not playing. I've been seeing you in a gym too. I'm like, you know what? I really need to get my shit together. Like, you know, here. I'm not playing with nobody. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's giving. It's, it's fire. I support it's it. It's giving. Thank well, you. And Deidre and her fucking bag is all I, I trying to see. I'm That's... in my bag, bag, bag. <laughs> and <laughs> I was listening to Renaissance last night. And to say I have stopped listening to Renaissance yeah. since the beginning of the season when fucking album drop. But, yeah. you know. And like she gave it we visuals, but we're gonna talk about Beyonce because then we gonna really get off topic. Yo, so. I like about to start making my own visuals at this point because yeah. <laughs> I like, Beyonce. Get at me, girl, because what? I I know that we're overusing this phrase on social media right now, but Beyonce, be fucking for real. Please. Be like, can we get some visuals? You know what though? Because we're talking a lot of shit right now. And then when Beyonce <laughs> does give us the visuals, we are going to probably <laughs> she drop them fuck for time. <laughs> I'll be like, be grateful, bitch. <laughs> squirming on the floor losing all my shit when Beyonce dropped the vision. So welcome back to another episode. We listen, we had a little break. We did. We had a little a little respite um in between episodes because Deidre and I have been walking our asses off this season yeah. and have been so Sorry. far ahead that we were able to take like what a two, three week break. Yeah, it was we recapped since October. Yeah. I went on vacation and shit. I went to Texas through well, yeah, you definitely went that drunk. Town. Damn near yeah. get pregnant. Life is life in, okay? <laughs> you thought she was going to slip that in there? <laughs> All I'm saying is, the last time I had my period, I recorded on this podcast. So if I will hear me talking about my period That's right, because we were definitely talking about your period. Uh-huh. Yo, if the Empress card... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, if I hear like two or three more episodes and I don't bring up my period again, okay. 
Um, <laughs> good up zygote. It was, it was, it was homecoming. Um, not the good up zygote. They try. <laughs> anyway, what this episode is really about eight minutes in, um, is gratitude because we are recording this during Thanksgiving week and. Although Thanksgiving, the original version of it is is basically Murderous. a celebration of, of murder and genocide. I think that people have found a way to kind of reclaim Thanksgiving and make it a lot about gratitude. And by people, I mean black people and other people of color. I mean talking about white yeah. people today. If you listen to this podcast and you white, this is not your week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're self-aware and you understand that your ancestors right. really ain't shit, right. then, then, right. then you could come to the to the function. Yeah. Come to the function, but don't stay. You know, just pass by. Yeah. And just don't pass bring by. a plate. Just bring cups mm. and soda. Yeah. Um, so this episode is about gratitude. Uh, a couple of seasons ago, maybe last season, we did an episode on toxic positivity. Mm-hmm. And about people who are so optimistic to the point where they're fuck annoying, basically. Um, who And genuinely toxic. Like, it's, it's yeah. toxic to be that optimistic. We basically were talking about people who, like, positive to the point where, like, your friend's struggling and you just, like just pray about it. You'll be okay. Um, those type of people. But today we flip in the script. We are going to be talking not just about gratitude and how important gratitude is for our mental health, but also about people who can be too negative, <laughs> including yours truly sometimes. Um, sometimes. So, not yeah. all the time. <laughs> so we'll be talking all about that. So if you're listening to the episode, stay tuned, bitch. And before I start, you know what? Now that you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and hit the pause button. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done that already because we love reviews. Reviews make the world go around. Go on social media and tweet hashtag GoodUpTuesday and tell the people that you're currently listening to our episode at GoodUp, okay? And yes. tag us at GoodUpPod on yeah. all social media, okay? Thank I don't you. always do it at the end, but I need to start doing it at the beginning because I don't listen. So, <laughs> so anyway... Um, <laughs> take some some fun facts about gratitude because i will look it up that shit before we uh... i love that you don't do that because you know i'm probably never gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> i probably will but <laughs> i had to try to do it so that people know like we're not just sharing our opinions on things like facts. we're talking yeah. about a concept or idea right absolutely so, some fun facts about gratitude research shows that practicing gratitude has mental health benefits which i said earlier Gratitude emphasizes a focus on the present versus the past or on the future. And our bodies actually respond to the dopamine release that comes with gratitude. So when you share gratitude towards a person or when someone does something for you and you're grateful for it, you actually experience a dopamine release, right? Mm-hmm. Which essentially is the hormone in your body that makes you feel good. Um, so we are encouraged to practice gratitude even without someone doing something for us, like just practicing gratitude outside of those moments because mm-hmm. it trains your body like to basically release dopamine and like feel that feeling of gratitude, um, which is why it's good for us. So with that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss the mic to Deidre with a question, which is how do you practice gratitude in your current life? And do you feel like you practice gratitude enough? You know what? <laughs> I'm about to be annoying because I definitely practice hella gratitude, right? That's um, not annoying. That's good. I mean, it's I mean, it's very good. But for somebody who probably feels like they aren't great, like doesn't don't do that enough, it might be like, of course she does, you know. Well, in do any case, more, bitch. don't do be more, for Deidre. That's on you. You know what? Yes, <laughs> because me personally, the life I'm living, um, and this is something that I started maybe two and a half years ago. 
where I just kind of started reflecting on everything that I currently have. And I'm like, yo, everything that's currently existing in my life, there was a time I used to want this in my life. So some, especially when I find myself striving for more and feeling like I should be doing more, mm-hmm. I don't got to check myself. I said, yo, there was a time you wasn't even doing this. There was a time that this is what you longed for. There was a time that what's happening right now is what you wanted. So that's like my personal gratitude, right? I say thank you for everything. Like me and Daima would just crack and joke about this on the phone because I could just take a sip of water and be like, thank you, God. My grandmother used to do that. I don't know. Okay, I used to eat her food, right? As soon as she sit on her leg, she would throw herself, like, not throw herself back, but oh, you know, how old you woman, the sick, yes. she would sit on and be like, thank you, God. I used yes. to like, oh I'm very much that person, right? Um, even like when I leave, like, my, my, like, hit class and my boxing class and stuff, I thank the coach before I leave. I'm like, thank you, coach. You're like, that was good. Because I, I'm grateful for every little thing. Um, with my family, me and Dylan have this thing we say to each other. I always say, I'm so glad I get to be your mom. And he smiles and hugs me tight. And he says, I'm so glad I get to be your son. So like, we just, I, I don't just, I really happy for everything I have going on. Cause there was, a, and it's easy to do that. Cause there was a time where my life fucking sucked. There was a time where I, trigger warning. There was a time where I didn't want to be alive. And I actually was, I vividly remember, I could talk about this comfortably now cause I've overcome it. I vividly remember the night that I wanted to take my life. Dylan was a baby. I was working a full-time job. I was still in school and my relationship was fucking garbage. And I was on my way home and it was dark. It was nighttime. Going home used to depress me. Mm. Now I love coming home. But at the time going home, the only thing to look forward to was that sweet baby. Mm. Other than that, I hated going home. I'm literally looking around. I'm like, yo, I could just end this shit right now. I came so close to doing it. I even remember taking off my seatbelt. And then I thought about my Dylan and I was like but who the fuck don't love that baby like me? And I put my fuck back on and I cry my eyes out. And I was like, whatever's making me feel this, I have to get this fuck out my life. And between then and now, my life has changed significantly and I fucking love my life. <laughs> Bitch, I'm grateful as fuck. <laughs> like, Let me just say how grateful I am that you're here. Like how how <laughs> you tell Dylan, like, I'm glad I get to be, I'm glad I get to be your sister and your co-host. Like, I'm glad you're here. your sister. I'm glad you're because here. Because <laughs> I would have had to beat that man ass <laughs> and it's, first of all i still want to beat that man ass but <laughs> i know happen sooner you know <laughs> right and it wasn't even just like him because i recognize now that i definitely struggled with i thought i struggled with just postpartum anxiety but i obviously also struggled with postpartum depression but i get to and and this is part of why i'm so invested in making sure dylan has a great life Cause I don't like being one of those parents who's like, Oh, my child changed my life. Cause I feel like that's a heavy burden to place on a child. Mm. But the reality is, is Dylan has a lot to do with why I'm still alive. And because mm-hmm. of that, I'm committed to living not just for him, but for me. And I'm committed to making sure that he has such a good life that when he's grown, he don't have to feel those things that I felt. He doesn't have to have somebody else be the reason for his living. You know what I mean? Because the reality is, is, yeah, his dad was abusive toward me, but I chose him because of the abuse I endured as a child because mm. abuse was normal to me. Because if I had a healthy upbringing, I would have never seek for that man. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So now I'm confident that Dylan's going to have the kind of upbringing to where he has the discernment to make sure that one, he's a good partner, but two, he chooses a partner who's not going to mistreat him. Yeah. So again, I'm grateful as fuck, honey. <laughs> I'm grateful as fuck. I love to see it. Honestly, listen. 
I don't I don't want to say that I don't practice enough gratitude because I definitely have a lot of moments where I feel grateful, right? And ditto to everything you said, like looking at the life I have now, the house I live in, like my mm-hmm. husband, like just all of this stuff, I don't look at it sometimes and be like, wow, like I'm so grateful yeah. for this. But I think that sometimes my negativity tends to um, eclipse my gratitude. I think that I don't practice gratitude enough, but I'm definitely grateful yeah or the life that i have and like for all the things like even before we start recording we were talking about season eight right and how Mm -hmm. like there were things that i was so so happy with and then things that i was like oh this ain't going the way i want it and i was mad. and you were like man i think the podcast doing great (laughs) (laughs) and instantly i was like you negative bitch look at (laughs) dj DJ is so happy about this fuck. DJ is happy to be here. <laughs> I am. No, no, deadass. I'm really happy to be here. I'm happy to record this show. I happy. Lo, I love when we get those messages from people who talk mm-hmm. about like how the episode impacted them. And um, mm-hmm. hey, I thought you reminded me of one of the listeners who started going to therapy because yes. she listens to the show. Like those things mean so much to me. And for me, the way I see it, it's like a little ripple effect, right? Imagine the podcast being like a little pebble and it like lands in the water. And to us, it seems like it hasn't gone far, but it's like that ripple effect and it's just growing and growing and growing. And I'm happy to be here. Let me read the message again, because that shit just, first of all, it was a he, which is even, (laughs) Oh, it was a he, my bad. I'm sorry. Which is even more like hot warming for me. A man chose to go to therapy. Yeah. Y'all know that men tend to hesitate a bit more when it comes to getting care for their mental health and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So the message said, and you know who you are if you're listening to to the podcast. Thank you for this. Um, It said, I just want to thank you for your podcast and the joy it brings me to listen. I grew up motivated by the pursuit of not being punished and never received praise for anything I did right now. Or or right. Now in therapy, I actively added the saying, who gonna beat my ass to my affirmation? And I truly thank you both. Keep going. Like... Thank you for sharing that. Oh, things like that fuel me. Things like that. Exactly. So that's, that's gratitude, right? Like that feeling we get reading our message, that's gratitude for the platform that we have for the podcast that we have. Yes. The thing I think that this episode is going to emphasize is that like, you should be trying to practice that level of gratitude, even if, so even if we stop getting DMs like that, right? Mm -hmm. We should still ideally be grateful for the platform that we have for what we're Absolutely. able to do this show yeah. because it's helped us and it's changed our lives individually Facts. even if it don't change nobody else's but obviously it's changing ours it yeah because you know what even if we stop getting messages like that the fact that we're still showing up for this show mm-hmm. is benefiting us right yeah. because you and i both struggle with stick seeing things to the finish line and mm. this is a very consistent thing that we're doing we've been doing it for so long and we're going to do it for even longer you know, so even that, that's something to be grateful for, too, when it comes to Listen, our podcast. I'm, I'm very grateful. And we're going to talk more about, like, gratitude as it relates to the show and stuff like that Um, in the season finale. In my personal life, I've experienced a lot of loss in the past couple of weeks. Like, people mm. have randomly passed away. Mm. And I've been thinking a lot about death. Mm-hmm. And I think where my gratitude tends to come in is just like, wow, I'm grateful that I still here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I'm still here right now and able to do these things. And like, however, mm-hmm. whatever time I have, whatever God or the universe have planned, shout out to Facebook. Um, I'm beefing with grateful. the fact that we. <laughs> Can we talk about? <laughs> Listen. 
people, I swear. I asked a question on the people and was like, this is demonic. <laughs> so uh, anyway, before I deviated from the topic. So re- reflecting on just like how life is, is fragile and unpredictable and how anything could happen has made me more grateful because like we said, the fact that we are still here creating this podcast and like with each other and spending time with each other, like that is gratitude. I, I saw a friend during homecoming who passed away two weeks after. Saw her, hugged her, was oh, like so happy to see she because I hadn't seen she in years and she passed away within two weeks. It's made me much more grateful for what I was, like the fact that I was able to see the people that I saw as tired yeah. as I was, as many people, I was like, I tired of hugging people, Jesus Christ. But now looking back, I'm like, wow, I glad, You're glad you that got I to got to them. do that, you know? Yeah, so that's damn. that's that's my late my latest practice of gratitude is just like fuck i just i happy to be here and again mm-hmm. like you same have struggled with with suicidal thoughts and ideations like hey i was not almost here past 2018 for real for real and yeah. i genuinely looking back cannot tell you what it was that kept me here but i'm really fucking glad that i didn't the ancestors do that, said all right here we go them ancestors rolled up their sleeves honey they said all right we got work to do honey listen okay oh my God. I, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Glad to be here i'm glad i get to be your sister i'm glad i get to be your sister too <laughs> we're so cute anyway i know <laughs> so my next question is now that we've talked about gratitude where does the negativity is there space for us to be negative sometimes should we be allowed or should we allow ourselves to have moments the the way i see it right i always give this analogy let me see if i have something that's a good for my patrons shout out to y'all right, right. let's say I this is a wheel you see the little scrunchy you see the little scrunchy right there's let's say this is the top of the wheel right life is like a wheel and it's always turning sometimes that fuck gonna be to the bottom right mm-hmm. and sometimes they're gonna be to the top when that fuck is to the bottom, just go with it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like sometimes shit just fucking sucks. And what the fuck are we going to do? Gratitude our way out of the fact that something sucks right now? No, we're going to say, yo, this shit fucking sucks. And we're going to just acknowledge that it sucks. We're going to get to the bottom of why something that sucks so much is happening. And then we're going to just kind of roll with it. And before we know it, the wheel going to be back to the top. Right. And then we're going to be able to be grateful for getting out of that shitty situation or whatever the case may be. But some things genuinely just suck. Mm-hmm. Right. And we can't just pretend like you don't. Because, again, that teeters back into that delusion, which is where toxic positivity comes from. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I see it. I, I definitely agree. I think that every now and then I need a moment to bitch. I don't want to see the bright side. I don't want to see the silver lining. I want to talk my shit Mm -hmm. and I want to bitch. I want to talk about how much this thing sucks. I want to talk about the fact that my feelings are hurt. I want to talk about how this person is a dirty whore and I don't like them right now. And maybe tomorrow I might come back and say, you know what? Maybe she's not a whore. Maybe she was just being a whore that day. But right now I want to call her a whore and you need to let me do that. (laughs) You know what? You're right. You're right. And remember last season, it it was last season. I spent the whole season dragging my ex, right? And the reason I never tell you, DJ, you need to get over that is because you needed that season to call here on what has gone, right? <laughs> like, but now I can appreciate the times that we spent together. I just made a post on Facebook the mm-hmm. other day. 
I shared a picture because it came up on my Facebook memories, a beautiful picture that he took of me. And when the picture came up on my feed, I was happy to see it. I wasn't like bummed because like my ex who really playing my face, like is who took the picture. I was so glad to have that picture. I was like, wow, one thing, but I'm what I'm going to use a text on nice pictures. Yeah. Me. Like, and I have, when I tell you, I have some gorgeous pictures of myself. Thanks to him because mm-hmm. I don't photograph myself enough. I'm not, I know I'm photogenic. He took the picture of you like in the botanical garden, right? Yes. That's that my green favorite dress. picture of you. He took that picture. And it's funny because for me, first of all, y'all know I love flowers. And that was our first date too. Um, we went to the botanical garden. Cute. And we had such a good time. And I was so focused on the flowers. So I'll never forget that moment. We were walking. My dress was gorgeous. I looked the fuck good. And I was just focused on the flowers. And he was like, mama, stop. And I stopped and I turned around and I saw the camera up and I just, I started laughing. I'm like, dude, you always have that fucking camera. But it was so cute. And you know what I love about that is that the the analogy you just made about like life being a weed, right? You went mm-hmm. through I remember you being on this podcast and being like Man, giddy when y'all first started dating and being happy <gasps> for those that yeah. happy moment, you know, or happiness that he brought you in those moments. Yes. And then I remember it turning into like, okay, y'all were going through some shit, the relationship got negative, y'all broke up. And you having to process those emotions are breaking up. Yes. And in those moments, you weren't talking about our happiness. You were like, fuck yeah, everything he stands for, I'll kick his kneecaps off. And I supported it. And then now you're at this more balance where you could acknowledge Mm -hmm. there was happiness and there was some bullshit. Exactly. But there's gratitude there, right? There's so much gratitude there. Yeah. I think that's what gratitude is. It's like acknowledging like, okay, life gone life, but there's some really good parts of life and I fuck with it. Like, exactly. 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 So, I support it. But but I think that we should be allowed to have those negative moments. Like Absolutely. Sometimes people will go on social media and complain and then somebody else will be like, Oh, I hate how people just go on social media to complain. But sometimes people need to vent. Like yes. to... now if somebody is on so this happens on my Twitter a lot. If I notice that everything somebody posts every day, all the time is just some negative woe was me, life is hard shit, I'll mute them. I won't unfollow them. I won't tell them to be positive. I will yes. miss them and be exactly. like, I'm going to come back when you're in a better place because I exactly. And see what you're, and that's what we should be doing. Rather than trying to get people to do what will make us comfortable, we have to take responsibility for our mm-hmm. own comforts. So yeah, okay. Susie May is always on this motherfucker upset. Like every time she pops up on my feet, she venting about something. She miserable. She unhappy. Rather than telling Susie May, like, girl, you are too negative, honey. Like, like hey as i said just mute yeah. them i think the boundary I, I draw is where someone tries to bring that negativity to me like deliver oh, yeah. it to me for sure i cannot stand that fuck which is i people call them like negative nancy's right like <laughs> i cannot stand when in any moment you're talking about your life you're talking about so you giving your friend a life update someone has to try to insult negativity into mm. the moment in whatever yeah, that's way they weird can. that's so I, weird like when you say i i think i want to start a business and somebody said mm, that fucking be expensive who gives a who f- asked you you think you you don't think she considered the expenses you think she just out here thinking businesses just appear yeah or like when you say oh i want to travel to this place and you would be like oh i hear that place got a lot of crime okay. yeah that's so weird to me yo people don't really be doing that okay 
You like, know what killed bitch, me? I live in Arizona. Somebody probably getting mugged down the street while I record in this podcast. What the fuck crime got doing me? <laughs> like, you know what gets me is when somebody is in the middle of doing something that that they do that works for them, right? And then somebody mm-hmm. else just inserts the fact that they they just can't do that. I could never do X Y Z. Well, girl, I don't remember asking you, or I just don't have the time to do X Y Z. I don't remember asking or you. Even- like, I'll I'll use this an ex- as an example because I I feel like I'm a good example here. When people come around me and talk about just the the love they have for their kids and how much they love children, right? I would be such a bitch to in that moment be like, I could never have kids. I don't know how you did that for. Oh, I see what you say. <laughs> Even though I strongly feel like I could never have kids. I don't know how I would do that right, for. That's not like, for me. Yeah. Why would I say that in a moment where somebody's like, I love my child. You like, know what? The, the equivalent what I would the, the equivalent of that and and I feel like I've I've had to teach myself not to do that. Those women who over identify with being a wife Oh yeah, girl. I don't do the same thing. I don't just be like girls. I don't find myself. What are we doing? Okay. So rather than just shaming them, right, for completely like never creating an identity, cultivating one, or you know, or rather losing their identity in like marriage or being such and such's wife, I just move on because I know that shit ain't for me. (laughs) Those those people who who constantly bring negativity in the situation. Have you ever? had a negative nancy in your life like as a friend yeah. have you ever had a friend who would just i hate Girl, i got bitch. relatives that's <laughs> negative nancy's i've had friends that's negative nancy's um i've found that the pe- people in my life who have gotten better and overcome being negative nancy's it was not because i pointed out like girl you're a negative nancy you need to do better it was because i remained grounded in what i believed in and was like okay i understand that you fearful of xyz but i'm not mm-hmm. right and then they would stop and be like, oh, God, kind of like earlier where you were like stressing about the numbers. And I was like, I think we're doing great. And then you were like, fuck, we are. Yeah. And I don't do that to like rebut people or to get them to change their mind. I just allow people to feel how they feel. Because, hey, if if you only see things in that light, that's cool. Right. But light and dark exist together. And mm-hmm. so while your focus is where things are going wrong and the fact that the glass is half empty my focus gonna always be on the fact that the glass is half full mm-hmm. um and then before you know you're gonna be like well goddamn you're right and we're gonna be yeah. sharing this glass together you know <laughs> but yeah i've had negative nancy's in my life i think it was so important that you touched on fear and how sometimes people come off as negative because of their fears because yeah. i feel like I feel like my mother sometimes could be a negative Nancy, right? I knew you was going to bring that lady into it. <laughs> Miss Maria, this ain't got nothing to do with me. Okay, yes. I don't want no problems, Miss Maria. Okay. Okay. No, but, maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, but just, just being real, just being real. Sometimes my mother could be a negative Nancy, right? My mother tends to, and not necessarily that she's trying to bring up the negative. Mm-hmm. My mother tends to bring up the worst possible outcome to everything, yeah. right? Yeah. And... The only way that the only reason I picked this up is because when I started dating my now husband and we were living together, and he says this all the time, you always looking for the worst possible outcome. He says mm. it to me, right? When he said that to me, I realized that something my mother and I have in common is that we have anxiety. We struggle with anxiety. Yeah. So because my mother tends to be anxious, she don't vocalize her anxiety right mm-hmm. so sometimes i remember one time the bluetooth and my car were, were wilding and sometimes the phone no sync with it so i'll just turn off the car and turn it back on 
so that the radio could like restart and sync, right? Mm-hmm. This is important background, I promise. So we were at a red light and my mother was visiting me. She was in the back seat. My husband was in the passenger and my Bluetooth was tripping. So at the red light, I turned off the car and I turned it back on. She said, why did you do that? And I said, because I tried to reset the radio. She was like, don't do that in traffic because you never know the car may not start again and then you're going to be stuck in traffic. And I said, and they're going to just have to drive around me, mommy. I don't understand why we have this conversation. So she pissed me off so bad because I was like, what do you mean the car might not start again? Why would you say that? (laughs) She she don't do that. Sometimes she'll be like, don't do that because this going to happen. And I'll be like, mommy. (laughs) Really? The likelihood of that happening is not a time. Now, wh- my mom happen, is a lot like What are we going to do? Yeah. So what, my what mom we gonna is do? a lot like that. I find, <laughs> okay, just to, not to be like that person who brings it, because, you know, I, I can't stand that generational divide, but it's it's real, it's right? It's a generational <laughs> It's definitely a generational thing. Gen X. Turn off the light and send the, the car, car. we're going to get pulled over. That was a fucking <laughs> lie. <laughs> they definitely, they, they tend to go for those worst case scenarios, right? But look at what they come, especially the Gen Xers and boomers of color, right? Mm -hmm. Look at what they had to face in the world, right? A lot of them were and still are in survival mode, okay? A lot of them didn't get to exist freely. They were living in fear for many reasons. So it's kind of hard for them to get out of it, right? So when it, honestly, my tolerance for whether or not somebody's a negative Nancy, I tend to base it on their age group. Mm-hmm. If it's an older person, I just accept that this person only knows how to live in fear because they're being they've been attacked from many angles, right? If it's somebody in our age group, I have less patience and tolerance for it because it's like, girl, you got a lot of time to heal that. You got a lot of time to unlearn that because that was poured into us when we were growing up. Everything they knew was poured into us. I had a period of being that way. I had a period of being highly anxious and always basing my decisions around the worst possible outcome. Mm. My mom used to say this all the time and it's something her mom used to say, expect the worst and hope for the best. Mm. I grew up hearing those words. And so yeah. that's how I, that's how I entered the world in my young adult years. That's how I navigated. And I had to overcome that and recognize like, okay, Deidre, the worst possible outcome is not very likely. Mm-hmm. So rather than expecting the worst and hope for the best, have, make sure you have the tools to navigate out of the worst, but mm-hmm. always be expecting the best. Like I just yeah. always expect the best. I always strive for the best. And if by chance it doesn't go the way I want, then I have the tools to come out of the bad outcome Mm -hmm. and i also have the coping mechanisms to be okay with whatever outcome comes my way yeah i i i'm still working on it because i i it's it's so funny how like Mm -hmm. i could recognize it so easily in my mother but i don't do the same shit and then my husband will call me out and i don't get vexed i don't be like (laughs) but that's the importance of relationships though all all the people in our lives are mirrors and they don't call me on my shit he don't definitely call me on my shit but you know he'll say like you know you just you always looking for the worst possible outcome i and i i had a conversation with a friend about this because one time we were planning a a trip last year to this salt river ironically diamond come on the trip with us and it was tubing right you were tubing down this big ass salt river Mm -hmm. it's really just you on your own a bus to drop you off you get your fucking tube you go down the river the bus to pick you up to the other side so in between no tour guide or nothing they don't tell you what to do you on a fucking tube in the middle of a river people will do this all it's hundreds of people going down the river you know that sounds very caucasian (laughs) it is very caucasian but i so leading (laughs) up to the trip (laughs) 
I did not want to go, right? And this is, so this is tied into anxiety. This is also tied into PTSD, which yeah. I'm just starting to discover. I, because of my PTSD related to a car accident, I have this belief that when I travel, I am going to die. <laughs> like if oh. I go on a trip, if we go on a road trip, something bad going to happen because the accident that I was in was on a trip, right? So there's this, mm. it's this ingrained okay. trauma response, right? Yeah. So tying it back to this, we were planning this trip and my friend, my she's my best friend. She was like, I'm so excited. I want to go tubing. Please, let's go tubing. And everybody else was like, yeah, let me do that fucking. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, is tubing safe? <laughs> I just had this bad feeling. I was like, I don't want to go. So I looked up everything there was to look up about this river, about tubing. I looked up, you know, what's the likelihood of like accidents? How do people tend to get in accidents on this river? And in my head, I was like, let me look up this so that I know what not to do so that we could be safe, right? Yeah. And I remember her being like, dude, just gain a fucking tube and let we go. Like she was like, let's go. She's she's very adventurous. She's not like a Sagittarius. So after that, mind you, we went on a trip, you know, I had a great ass time. We had a little mishap. Daima had to jump on a tree real quick. It was a little while, but (laughs) she was fine. She was fine. But (gasps) you know what I would do if something had fucking happened to Daima? That's that's the thing though. Daima was actually the one who was like the safest out of all of we because (laughs) she, she, she she was thinking quick. So she got, but Shout out we, to our mom. Our mom raised us to be that way. Yeah. After the trip, we ended up having a really good time. We were going back home. I think about a couple of days after me, I had talked about it. And I was like, I'm sorry that I was like the negative Nancy mm-hmm. for this trip. And I was like, but yeah. I'm trying to get you to understand what my mindset was. So I basically explained to her, you know, PTSD, all of this stuff. And then I also told her when people go on trips, because nobody is thinking about the worst possible outcome, sometimes people tend to get reckless. Like, yes. People tend to think they're invincible and then mm. nothing could happen, right? And in my mind, maybe I go a bit too far on one side, but I feel like there has to be balance. Like, yes, yes. have fun and go with the flow, but also, like, be fucking careful. Like, don't just assume that everything going to be okay. Yes. So I am always going to be the friend who is concerned over everyone's safety. Yeah. I'm always going to be the friend who wants everybody to be okay. Because somebody in the group needs to be thinking about that fuck. I, I say this all to say, sometimes the negative Nancy in the group have a point. But sometimes, y'all bitch is toxic. And you just want to be negative just to be negative because you probably is a hater. So there's a difference, okay? I've also had those friends in my life who, no matter what I do, would have just like, mm, it's all right. Like, that kind yeah, of no, attitude. That's, that's just being a hater. Fuck you. You just being a hater. Fuck Listen, you. And that's the shit I cannot fucking stand like there's a difference for me if you if your negativity is out of fear or out of like worry for me fair that fuck's still annoying but fair but if your negativity is because you just cannot see the happiness in any situation or you just let my my ex roommate right was actually outwardly a very happy like positive person you could hear Mm -hmm. me girl in my ass anyway just outwardly outwardly a very positive bubbly person right Mm -hmm. but had a problem with the way i did things for everything or or when people again twitter and be like oh i gotta do this this way can't be me couldn't be me like who asked you who asked you clara who tell me me let me tell you something i don't tweet this all the time 
please do not ever paint yourself as a couldn't be me ass bitch because the way life works is it could in fact someday possibly be you so be really careful about the shit you just say when you be like oh i could never it could never be me it you could in fact be you there's bitch. only one area of life where i refuse to not be i couldn't be me oh, i couldn't be like a pick me ass like wife for life chad's wife type bitch i that that gonna never be me okay <laughs> that well, gonna never be me. <laughs> And if it ends up becoming me, please drag me on social media. No, hey, like, let me tell y'all. If 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 hey, if I ever become a a, a pick me Chad's wife ass bitch, mm-hmm. y'all gonna see me set up this mic. Y'all gonna see me go live, and y'all gonna see me drag shit. Yeah, okay? I, I I expect okay. you to do. And don't get me okay. wrong, I am one of those people who will my man and my husband you to death. Cause your husband is that nigga. He deserves my it, man. right? Yeah, but that's not your identity. That's just yeah, an no, aspect of no, your life. Marriage no. is an aspect of your life. It's not your existence. Exactly. Chad's wife. And if I and if I ever see me become Chad's wife, what if Chad's wife is a I know, you know, listen, if you become that bitch, then that means Stephen do Obia and you and me and my ancestors gonna break the course. Okay. I mean, sometimes, sometimes that might be cooking a lot in the house, you know, hey Isa. I don't I I I don't cook. Thanksgiving coming up. You think I plan in a menu, bitch? I plan it to eat. I don't cook. Hey, Stephen will be in the house cooking. If hey, Isa ever become a, a pick me ch- Chad's wife as bitch, then we know Stephen do something to the I food. I don't cook. I mean, However, I this house is spick and fucking span. Look at y'all having balance. Me. That's what I'm talking about. So before we wrap up the episode, that is something <laughs> I wanted to touch on though, is for people who are looking to practice gratitude, to to be better at it what are some tips that you would give them like how can someone incorporate more gratitude practice into their life one stop being a negative ass bitch check yourself yeah when you find yourself being a hater clock it be like okay jay you being a hater you know what i've seen the girlies do on the internet and it definitely works i went through that period of doing that is the gratitude journaling Mm -hmm. Um, start by writing down, maybe every day, write down three things that you're grateful for, um, until you don't have to write it down no more. Mm. Cause that's pretty much how I became in this space where gratitude is just a part of my day to day. I started by gratitude journaling. And I should have said that earlier in the episode. Mm. Um, when I used to struggle with finding things to be grateful for, I used to just journal. So I used to challenge myself and every day I would get up, whether it's morning time, it doesn't matter. I would literally every day I would write down three things I was grateful for. And then eventually it just became a once a week thing where on like Sunday or one day of the week, I would just journal all the things I was grateful for. And eventually I was able to wean myself off my gratitude journal because now y'all heard me earlier in like my bliss of gratitude, just going on and on about how grateful I am to fucking Jessa, breathe. Life is fucking amazing, bitches. Have you seen it? <laughs> Have you seen life? Did you see that fucking fly? Yo. I was walking to the train yesterday and there were these beautiful daisies that are still in bloom and it's freezing up here. That's something to be grateful for. Like mm-hmm. little, like I'm in that space now, so I don't need my gratitude journal, but gratitude journaling is a good, um, a good way to, to start. What, how do I practice gratitude? One, I think gratitude journaling is a great idea. I think the other thing is spending time with yourself, right? And a way disconnecting because being so connected to the negativity in a wall can tend to make you feel like that's how everything is, right? So yes. literally going touching grass is is 
Like big facts. Go outside and touch. I'll be glass hugging Trini. every now and then. Oh, you know what? Hey, I got, I'm glad you said that. No, I no. I was on the way home from work one day, and this tree that I don't usually stop and say hi to. I literally you stopped the tree. I started by because I, I used to plant my hands firmly on trees, and then mm-hmm. this one day in particular, it just didn't feel you like enough, and calm. I just hugged the tree. It felt so good. <laughs> but I don't. I don't like want my feet to touch the ground like yes put your and just go in the grass gr- you're grounding foot. right yeah it's good and i wanted to piggyback on what you said because it's one thing when you're online and you're seeing all the negative stuff but another thing that you do need to detach yourself from is people's positive online posts because mm-hmm. it's very easy to compare yourself to others and to feel like you're not doing enough when because yeah. a lot of people only use social media to post their wins a lot of people only use social media to post about their new car, their new business, their new this, their it's new a that. highlight reel. It's a highlight reel. And so if your life is not going in the direction that you want it to go, or you feel like you could be doing more and all you're seeing is people's wins that fuck. Cause I even have struggled with this in the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you, you need to separate yourself from that. So you can stop and say, wait a minute. Like I said earlier, at the start of the episode, I look around and I think about everything in my life. And I'm like, yo, there was a time this was something I was wishing for. Mm -hmm. So because I created this, bitch, that means I could create even more. And instead of using your energy to be comparing yourself to somebody who's, you know, winning in their own life, then you stop and you say, okay, let me create what winning looks like for me. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, because the reality is people ain't gonna go on Instagram to post when shit rough when life fucking sucks like what reasons why though i can i just say how much i love twitter because Mm -hmm. as much as people say twitter is like a (laughs) negative depressing place twitter to me is so balanced because like people will come on and tweet they wins but then people will also come on and be like yo my job fucking like i hate this shit like yeah it's more balanced there for sure it's It's a little more balanced don't get me wrong though twitter is is the other day this post went viral because this woman said me and my husband woke up this morning and we made ourselves some coffee and we sat in our garden and talked and she's like i love him so much and i'm so happy and people, people were literally responding up. like oh that's privilege and da, 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 da. and people was like are y'all fucking like go no, talk people, to brass <laughs> like what is no, people just like like what that's dude crazy. she was expressing <laughs> gratitude and people were like shut up bitch shut up, you <laughs> fucking bitch <laughs> Like, most people have to be on the train that early to get girl right it was basically yeah. on some like i can't do that so fuck you and i was like dude why can't you just be like damn that's sweet like that's I'm lit. So happy enjoy that instead they, and that's the that's that's the negative nancy's right yeah because there's people who are like damn shout out to that how do i create that for myself <laughs> that must have as opposed to being like let me rip I you want off from that for you. i want a garden <laughs> like go Plant one that bit. Maybe if you went outside and you dug in the dirt a little bit, you would be able to relax. But, but that goes back to my point. Like the time you spending on the internet dragging somebody for living mm-hmm. their life and enjoying their life, you could spend going outside. Yeah, that'll happen to me. I ain't gonna lie. That'll happen to me a lot with a podcast. I don't find myself being a hater because I see other platforms or other content. Sometimes even from home who their content quality is like better or like they seem to be doing better again a lot of love mm-hmm. and i don't just you know again <laughs> white, white woman tearing on your arthur your arthur fist it'll just the art yeah the the, the arthur fist i don't be <laughs> yesterday it happened to me while i was just like fuck like why can't get up like oh and then i went i went to go get food which was probably my problem you probably then, need to eat 
I come back home and you know that Paul Rudd is a little Paul Rudd video where he don't be like, who would have thought? Look at us. Like, I don't be looking in the mirror like, you you good? Because you were tripping 10 minutes ago. Are you fine? It's just sometimes you need to just disconnect and stop the comparisons because yes. pulling yourself in a cycle of just like constant internet, constant comparisons, constant woe was me. I wish I had this. It does not allow you to see what you do have, right? Yes. It does not allow you to do what we're doing now, which is sitting, creating this podcast. This is the fun part. This is the part that I supposed to be grateful for because I love yeah. it. Because yeah. this fuck don't make my day, and then I could go about the rest of my day. But instead, I'll be getting caught up in what stats, internet, yeah. social media, videos not going do, doing good. Like, please relax. It's fine. It's everything's fine. So. Anyway, I say this out to say, when you bitches eat your talkie or whatever it is you're eating this weekend, practice some fucking gratitude. Yes, honey. Yes. All right. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) On that note, you guys know where to find us. Next episode is our season fucking finale. Season eight. Done. It done. It done. What the (laughs) fuck? Look at, like, I feel like the season just started, but also, like, was long yeah girl we've been recording since august it is november okay <laughs> I that, fuck was long. <laughs> that was long Cause especially because yeah. i keep forgetting we do two episodes a day mm-hmm. when we record so yeah, yeah that's this a long season for true it's been such a good season either way we can reflect on that in our season finale and i think we are also planning to go live because our season finale comes out the week that good up turns what bitch big toddlers now but yeah. either way we're so grateful for you guys this thanksgiving or whatever it is you're celebrating i definitely want to take time to share that if you listen to this podcast share it on social media if you are a patron shout out to you or if you're just in our vip group because you've been a guest of the show like we love all your body you yeah. make the world go round you keep the lights on in this bitch you sh- certainly do. Let me tell y'all how much y'all keep the lights on, right? Because me and I said, we don't touch our Patreon money. Okay? We don't touch it. Oh, yeah, it. we don't. That fuck is our we- savings account. <laughs> it's literally a savings account to invest in the show. Well, I was trying to withdraw some money from my personal Patreon for the work that I do. I'm Patreon holding my fuck hostage because of something with tax forms, right? And I was like, hey, Isa, please send me some good up money. <laughs> so I could. I was like, bet, slide over. I was like, whenever mm-hmm. Patreon released my funds, I'm going to send it back. But thank y'all for that. Thank y'all yes. for that. See, you keep the host going. Okay. You literally. So yeah, literally. Thank you all for everything that you do. Um, we appreciate you. And yeah, we will see y'all right back here next week. You know where to find us on social media at GoodUpPod, hashtag GoodUpTuesday. If you want to join the VIP section, Please because do. we actually are launching a bonus podcast called Love factually i'm so excited for deidre to hear it because deidre hasn't even i want to hear i, I want to hear i can't wait I it's can't all wait. about rom-coms and romance and all the good things so make sure you check that out but you can only access it as a patron so it's patreon.com slash go to podcast with that being said deidre tell these grateful slash ungrateful bitches bye <laughs> bye good up is hosted and produced by deidre ritter and hey isaac quinones ivory find us on all social media platforms at good up pod Use hashtag GoodUpTuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash goodup podcast.